Hello again, and welcome to another episode of Consciously Blooming. I am your host, Natalie Green, and I am so happy to have you here today. This week's episode will be a February monthly roundup. If this is your first time hearing a monthly roundup episode, this is just where I go through things that I've added to my schedule or changed that I really enjoyed or have been doing in the month of February, and I do that for each month. And I will be going over things that I will be adding to the next month. So that will be March. So little tips and tricks that I'll be doing, just ways that I'll be changing my habits and how I live my day-to-day life. Now, I know I usually begin with what I've been into or what I've been up to, but as this is a monthly roundup episode, it's really going over everything that I've been into and up to for the month. So let's jump right in. So like I mentioned in previous episodes, this year I want to focus more on buying health and wellness items and things that will benefit my skin, my overall health and my hair health and things like that. So I haven't been buying as many clothing items and I'm very proud of myself, but I have either bought or been gifted some very cool items that I have incorporated into my day-to-day that I've been really enjoying and wanted to share with you. So first and foremost is the Ole Henriksen lip balm. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but it's full of peptides, which are wonderful for your skin, especially for your lips. Your lips don't get taken care of very often. I don't think they get as much love as the rest of your skin. I know that mine don't. I'm very much committed to wearing chapstick almost all the time. I love having chapstick on all the time, like I said. And I've been a devoted Aquaphor fan for quite some time, really. But I have recently found out that Aquaphor is a hormone disruptor, surprisingly. And I think that's because it's a petroleum jelly. um, And that's what I mean, that's what it's based on is a petroleum jelly. So that is a known hormone disruptor. So I've been looking for a lip balm that is not a hormone disruptor. And I believe that this one is and you get those added benefits of it having peptides in it. So just got it. I'm really liking it. I don't have to apply it very often, which I really appreciate. It is a lot more thick, I would say, and a little bit more gummy maybe than Aquaphor, but you don't get those weird little strings in between your lips when you talk like you might with some lip glosses. It's not at all like that, and you get a great shine from it, and again, really awesome hydration. It is just a bit on the thicker side, so that's a warning, but I really enjoy it so far, so we'll see if I join the true fans of the Ole Henriksen. I think that's what it is. I'll tag it. I'm not exactly sure if I'm pronouncing that right. I know that Grace, one of my best friends, is going to get on to me for that because she corrected me the other day. So we'll see. But I'll, I'll tag it. I like it. And it smells nice. It's very citrusy. Another thing, this has been a big purchase, and I think I might have mentioned it on a different episode, but I think it would be good to showcase it here in this February monthly roundup, would be the Jolie Showerhead. You might have gotten ads for this on your Instagram like I have. LA is known for having incredibly hard water. I mean, you can see the calcium buildup all over my shower no matter how often I clean it. It is insane. I had just a cheaper showerhead filter from Amazon for a while. I don't know how well it was actually working and my hair health is something that I definitely want to be focusing on this year. Especially after I just got my highlights, I've been really focusing on making sure I maintain the color in them because I don't want to have bright white streaks in my dark brown hair. Anywho, I got this shower head and it was quite pricey, but honestly, 
I really like it and I do see a difference mostly in the amount of hair fallout after each shower. I have very thin hair. The strands are very fine. So seeing a large amount of hair come out after each shower is worrisome for me. I don't have a lot of volume. So that's something that I've always been concerned with. But also all that calcium and stuff really, it can build up on your skin and your hair. I mean, think about it. If it's going to build up on your shower door, why would it not build up on your skin and hair? So the Jolie showerhead has thousands of five-star reviews. So I was definitely sold on it. And you can get a subscription for it to send you a new filter every three months, which I really appreciate because I feel like that's something that I didn't really take care of for the cheap one from Amazon. Anywho, I'm sold. The amount of hair that falls out now versus when I had the other showerhead filter is just so evident. And also my skin seems to be a little bit more glowy, which I appreciate. And I, I'm, I'm sold. I have been sold. I am a fan and I'm now a part of the Jolie showerhead cult. I recommend looking into it if you live in a big city and it has not great water because your water is important. You know, the water that goes onto your skin and your hair really impacts the health of it. So consider that. I also just recently got new glasses. I'm so excited about them. I got two pairs from Warby Parker. I got a gift card for my birthday from my boyfriend's mom. So shout out to Majena. Thank you so much. And I got two pairs of glasses from Warby Parker. I'm absolutely obsessed with them. And I'm so excited because they're kind of funky. They're like two fun pairs. One's a little bit more classic and work style. And the other one's more cat eye and kind of like a reddish color. They're so fun. And I feel like they really stand out. And that's something that I wanted in a new pair of glasses. So very excited about that. And I just really found out about Warby Parker and $95 for prescription glasses is insane. Such a good deal. And if you have insurance, they can be free. So I'm a big Warby Parker fan too now. I also got a pair of Hoka's running shoes for my birthday. I asked for those from my dad and stepmom because I walk a ton. Like I walk so much every day. Again, my goal is 10K steps every day. And I've had the same cheap running shoes from Amazon for like four or five years now and that's wearing them almost every day probably three or more times a day so it was time to upgrade if you're walking a lot your footwear really does matter because if you're walking on cement and everything you need to have the proper padding otherwise it can affect your joints it can affect your bones it's important. So Hoka's have a great review. And I mean, everyone who has them seem to love them. So another cult following that I seem to be jumping on and I get it. It feels like I'm walking on a cloud. No joke. I love them. They also have a great breathing room in the toe box, which I didn't realize that my other shoes didn't. But I think that's going to be awesome during the summer because I mean, no one wants their feet to get hot and sweaty and gross. So That's something I'm really excited about. They do kind of look like funny old people sneakers, honestly. They're kind of chunky. And I mean, I'm all for a platform shoe. I love a chunky shoe. Didn't know how I'd feel about it in a sneaker. And I guess I didn't really realize that they were going to be like that. Not the most aesthetic sneaker, but if you're on your feet all the time, I 100% recommend them. I think they're wonderful and I think they're worth the price point. They're not cheap, of course, but if you're walking every single day, multiple times a day, which most of us are, especially if you're getting those hot girl walks in, I recommend Hoka's. 
lastly, I have been honestly like yin and yang everything recently, and it's been giving me life. It's just been so satisfying. I was gifted yin and yang slippers for my birthday. I was gifted a yin and yang robe. And my favorite sweater that I'm currently wearing has a yin and yang sign on it. Now, I know this sounds silly, but honestly, I I really enjoy it. It's something that really brings me happiness. And I know that everyone is familiar with the symbols, of course. We've all seen the iconic white and black circle with the small dots of each color in the opposing colors. But the symbol dates back very far into the roots of ancient Chinese culture. It has appeared in texts dating back to the founding of philosophical trains of thought, such as Confucianism and Taoism, thought to have originated even before then. Just in case you didn't know, the yin is the black side and represents the cold, the dark, the moon, and the feminine, which that surprised me. I mean, I usually don't think of dark and cold as feminine, but the moon, I get. Anywho, the yang sign, which is the white side, represents the warm, the sunshine, the sun, and the masculine. There are many interpretations of the symbolism of yin and yang, but I personally like to view it as a reminder to myself that, of course, you need balance in all things, but the best of each side is brought out when there's at least some of the other within it. Here's an example. I aim for the 80-20 kind of eating route. So it's not a diet by any means, but it's just kind of a way that I like to live my life and how I eat food and how I just, again, live my life. And this is kind of means that I eat very clean about 80% of the time. And then I indulge in less clean things for the other 20% of the time. I can think of the eating clean and healthy as the yin, the 80%. But the yang, that 20%, is what allows me to keep on this way of eating. If I only ate healthy 100% of the time, That would be so lame, and that is not a life that I want to live. I don't want to live a life without cake and wine and cookies and cheeseburgers and french fries, and I can go on and on. But I appreciate the yang, that 20%, even more because I'm not eating it all the time. It's much more of a treat because I do eat that 80% of the time, that yin. So again, you appreciate the yang more when you have the yin as well. Now, I think it's, it might be a silly example, but it is all about balance. And I just think it's very important to remind yourself that. And of course, then it's an ascetic symbol. You know, it's very clean cut. It's black and white. And I love it. And I think it's so fun to have those little reminders surrounding me each and every day. Really, I wear the slippers and the robe every day. I've been loving that. And honestly, I've just had a very luck-centric theme this beginning of 2024. I have a black heart necklace and I always send black hearts in my texts. And then I have a dragon necklace. It's year of the dragon. And then I'm surrounded by yin and yang. So like another lucky year. I'm all about luck. Definitely have lucky symbols all around me. And I think that's been a wonderful theme and probably a theme for my whole 2024, not just February. Eating wise, I have been very much focusing on a blue zone diet. Now, I'll get into that a little bit later, just kind of explaining that more of what I'm going to be focusing on in March, but just a few things that I've been eating. I've had a Mediterranean plate a lot recently, 
And that's something I'm going to carry on into March. And I've been really enjoying it. So I just cook up and saute some chicken strips in like a marinade. Well, chicken strips, it's chicken breast cut into strips, not fried or anything. But I saute those. And then on the side, I have like a little Greek chopped parsley, cucumber, tomato, and feta with lime juice, olive oil, salt, and pepper. And then I cut up a pita into quarters and I have like a big heaping tablespoon of hummus on the side. I've been really enjoying that. I've loved that. And I think it's such a clean, healthy lunch that keeps me very satiated and is just really refreshing. I've also had several weeks of lemon chicken soup. So yummy, especially when it's cold. So tangy with a ton of lemon, obviously. And then also drinking my concoction after lunch. I have mentioned this concoction a thousand times. It is something that I drink every single night for as long as I can tell you. But I started switching it up and drinking it after my lunch because drinking too much liquid before bed is a combination to have to get up and pee in the middle of the night. And I don't want to do that. So I have started drinking my concoction after lunch And I feel like it really helps me with digestion. It's just a great way to get some more water in. My concoction, if you don't recall, is hot water with lemon, cayenne, cinnamon, turmeric, black pepper, and ginger. I've been drinking that after lunch and really enjoying it. I've also been having a Blue Zone minestrone soup. And that's been very yummy and filling as well. But it's starting to get hot outside. So I'm not going to really be keeping that in to March, which it's crazy to say that it's getting hot outside in February. That's insane to me, but sadly, that is the truth. Now, a few other things that I have been enjoying in this month of February. One is getting creative with dates. So my boyfriend and I have been dating for five years now, which is a very long time. And I think that sometimes we get really used to the norm of just cooking together and then watching a movie, which is so much fun. And I really enjoy doing that together. I think it's a great way to spend quality time. But this month, we've been getting more creative. That's been a blast. And I think that maybe some of these ideas you might want to try with your partner, you know, give it a go. You might have to do some convincing, but I think that they'll think it's fun no matter what. The first one is going to tea. Now, I know what you're thinking. What are you talking about? My boyfriend definitely had a good time. I mean, who wouldn't? It's sandwiches and like cookies and scones and stuff. But we went and had tea at this little bakery and it was such a fun time because we didn't really know what to expect and we had those delicious little finger sandwiches and homemade scones and we each got our own pot of tea and we dressed up for it and it was so cute and I had such a wonderful time. And I think it's a great way to just try something new. Like, I bet your boyfriend has not gone and had tea before. It's a great way to try something new and get them out of their comfort zone. And I'm sure you'll have fun too. Another thing we did was Chinese food and video games. We did this last night. We got Chinese takeout. I ate way too much. But we had Chinese takeout and then we played a cute little cooking game on the Switch. It was like a little two-player game. And we had so much fun. We were just hanging out and like so fun to work together on the little challenges and be like both laughing the whole time. I think you should consider that as well. Even if you're not a gamer, I am not a gamer. I'm not good at video games. He definitely is, but this was a new game for him too. So it was so fun to both be trying something new and 
uh, he likes video games. So it's, it's a little bit more up his alley than, say, a tea party. And it was just a great time. Just try to get creative with your dates with your boyfriend. If it's good to try new things together, it really helps strengthen that bond. And it brings up new discussions. It just brings up new ways to think with each other and be with each other. And I just think it's a good idea to get creative. Lastly, reading-wise, because I always go over what I've been reading or finishing in each month. So I finished Circe, which I mentioned last month, and that is by Madeline Miller. And then I stayed on the Greek theme, and I finished The Song of Sacrifice by Janelle Rhiannon. And that is the first book of a three-book series. So I just finished that. They were both wonderful books. Circe, like I said, is about a nymph who is basically banished, a nymph witch. So I loved that. And then The Song of Sacrifice is basically the account of the Odyssey and like the Trojan War. And it's a lot of the perspectives from the women involved in that war and like obviously who are married and are going to be married to those warriors. And I love Greek mythology, so I have loved this book. And if you like Greek mythology, I suggest you check it out too. Staying on the theme of reading, going into March, two books that I'm currently reading are Untamed by Glennon Doyle and Rise of Princes, also by Janelle Rhiannon. So Untamed by Glennon Doyle is the book that we are reading currently for our book club, the book club that I have joined. I am loving it so far. I think it's super cool. I love the way that she has written about her life and all all these different stories that are great lessons and deep thinking and I'm certainly going to do an episode on it so I won't go too much into it now to hold off for that but I've been loving it and then Rise of Princes is the second book in that three book series by Janelle Rhiannon's also loving that a few other things that I will be doing are more posting on social media for the podcast that it was part of my new year's resolution and it's something that I really want to stick to to try to bring more awareness of the podcast. Always going to encourage you to like and share and follow on all of the socials, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. I think they're all linked in the show notes as well. So go ahead and check them out if you haven't already. And then Blue Zone Diets. Now, this is something I mentioned earlier about those soups and the eating that I've been doing, the Blue Zone eating. This isn't like a diet diet. It's a type of diet like how you eat, not as in cutting things out, but blue zone diets. This all comes from studies done to determine where people live the longest. And the regions where per capita people live the longest, I'm talking about being in their 100s and still leading a fulfilling life, those have been titled the blue zones. The studies have shown that while exercise and activity, of course, also contribute to their longevity, diet plays a huge part in their long-maintained health. I think I'm going to do an episode on the findings of these Blue Zone studies, so I'm not going to go into too much detail now, but I'm very into this right now and these studies, and I want to incorporate more Blue Zone meals into my lunches and dinners. One issue with these diets is that they're very bean-heavy. And I love beans, love them. I could eat their breakfast, lunch, and dinner. My boyfriend does not. (laughs) So we're going to see how that goes. But that's something I will be very much incorporating in March are those blue zone recipes. On the same train of thought, making more foods and things at home and eating more whole foods. 
I actually just made a batch of seed crackers at home seed crackers because like I didn't want the additives that they put in the store-bought ones and also seeds are so good for you and I was trying to look for a way to eat them more often than I do and so I made at-home seed crackers so easy so yummy I'm eating them with goat cheese literally just putting a little bite of goat cheese on a seed cracker so a great protein a great fat and a healthy carb seeds are a healthy carb a wonderful snack and so yummy I'm gonna link the recipe I used I tweaked it a little bit because I didn't put sunflower seeds and I added ground flax and again so yummy I'll link the recipe also I'm going to try to make quinoa crunch bars so you know like the crunch candy bar that's like I think it's puffed rice covered in milk chocolate well I'm gonna make those with toasted quinoa and dark chocolate I'll let you know how that goes but I have to have a sweet every night. Like I just always crave it and I want to eat less processed foods. So instead of buying like cookies or something, I'm going to try to make things that are very nutrient dense and still yummy. That's where those quinoa crunch bars go. And again, I'll let you know how that goes. Now, what I will be switching up during my lunches, I'm going to be trying to learn some Greek phrases. I bet you're wondering why. And that's because my family vacation this year, we are going to Greece. So I'm so incredibly excited about that. And I'm going to learn a few Greek phrases so that I don't look like a total tourist, even though that might make me look even more touristy when I go. But just to look like I'm trying and attempting when I go there. I always think it makes you look better to have attempted to try and communicate than to not try at all. So that's what I'll be doing during my lunch breaks. I will be having bone broth one week and then making my green juice the next. So switching on and off because bone broth has so many benefits for your hair, for your skin, for your gut health, and it's just so good for you. So I'm going to be drinking that in the morning instead of my green juice for one week and then switching back and forth. I'll let you know if I see any results from that. I'm hoping I do. And if I do, then I'll keep it in the rotation. I will be putting my phone away from me while I work. My social media addiction has gotten a little bit too out of hand this last week. So this is something I'm very much going to be implementing because I need to get my phone away from myself during work. I will be burning incense once a week. I think that incense is, well, I think it smells great. And my friend Alexi gave me a giant box of incense. And it's so cool because it has a whole bunch of different scents that are tied to different intentions so there's like a calm there's a clarity and there's like a a manifesting one like there's a whole bunch of different types of incense I'm going to try to be burning them once a week at least because I also think it has cleansing properties and I don't know I just love incense and then spending one-on-one time with friends it's very important to spend quality time with your friends not only in a group of course but Also one-on-one so you can really foster that individual relationship and just to let that person know like, hey, you're not just a part of the herd, you know, you're important, I see you and I want to put time into you. So that's something I'm going to be really prioritizing in March. So all of my little girlfriends in SoCal expect that I will be reaching out to you this month and hopefully we can get some time on the schedule. Last but not least, Like I said earlier that I'm going to try to eat more whole foods and just eating and making things more so at home. I'm trying to have less refined sugars 
I'm going to see what that does for my skin and my overall health. I'm very curious. I don't eat too much refined sugar, I don't think. I guess I'm going to have to pay more attention to that moving into March, but that is something I want to be more conscious of. Now with that, I know it was a lot. This was a long episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed making it. It's been a wonderful birthday month and a wonderful Valentine's month, and I just have so many things to be grateful for and that I wanted to share with you. So please let me know if you liked this episode. Please share with anyone you think would get something useful or helpful out of this episode. And I will end with a quote from Syed Shahrukh, who said, make things happen, don't let things happen to you. With that, I end this episode. I thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and keep consciously blooming into your best self.